This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Happy New Year, y'all. What's up? How you doing? Welcome back. It is the G Podcast. Tommy B's in the building. Uh, Vi's in the building. What's up, Vi? I'm doing great, brother. It's a new year, 2020. It's a new year. We don't forget how to do everything we learned the first half of 2019. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Tanya B, you in the building? You think you heard her? <laughs> think you heard her? I think I did hear her. Hello, Tanya B. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year, y'all. Tanya B's in the building. Uh, Vi's in the building. I'm Tommy B, and this is the G Podcast. Every week, we talk opinion, culture, current events, news, politics, you name it. Um, And uh, we're in episode, this is episode 15. And um, don't forget, y'all, because we are kind of a, a newer podcast, make sure you share us. Uh, subscribe, uh, you subscribe and have your friends subscribe, download, listen and share and let everyone know about the G podcast. You can find us on IG and Twitter and the links are, for example, this is the G podcast on Instagram and the G podcast one on Twitter. Save it. Take a look at it. Tanya B, what's going on? I have a disclaimer for tonight and I'm just going to just hit it. <laughs> this will, this may be an abbreviated version. Uh-oh. For the following reason, and okay. here is why. Okay. Number one, gotta watch the Golden Globes. This could be another step in the comeback of Eddie Murphy if he wins anything for Dolomite is my name. Wow. Okay. And, and I love you all so much. I actually left the first Sunday church 2020 dinner. Uh-oh. And let me tell you what I left. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. All right, now you can tell us. Go ahead. Had to do that. Hmm. When I left, mac and cheese was in the oven. Oh. String beans. Collard greens with smoked turkey neck. Uh oh. (laughs) Broccoli cheddar cheese shrimp soup. Mm. I don't even eat white beans, but they looked really good. Mm. Um, and fried chicken mm. and something I haven't had since maybe 2016 or so. Yeah. They were frying pork chops, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is very different. This is what I expect from like the soul food. This is what I expect from this right here. All right. <laughs> When you when you be coming in here with the with the fried kale and the <laughs> I can't get with it, <laughs> but you know I'm 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 here for you though. I understand. Do you the know what it took for me to say I have to leave and go home? Yeah, I know. I know. You all have a great dinner uh, without me. Uh, we have to mean, coordinate this. We have to coordinate this time so that you don't have to do that. How about that? I'm salivating. So wait, there's more. While mm-hmm. I, as I salivate, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not a big apple pie fan, but when you drizzle melted caramel on it and it's hot out of the oven, Mm. I'm here for that. Mm. And I also made my world famous pineapple upside down bunt cake and I didn't even get any. Wow. I feel bad. (laughs) I feel like I should just uh, Mm -hmm. shut the podcast down right now and and um, and just let (sighs) you go. 
<laughs> but, but there's you know one what? thing that they have. There's the, one thing that yeah. they have that I can do without. What's that? And have done without, and will do without the rest of my life. What's that? They had these. They had a mixture of chitlins and hogamaws. Oh. See, Vi. Vi just gave me the look like, oh. <laughs> a dream come but true. But there she goes with the hogamaws. <laughs> it's hogmaws, girl. <laughs> okay, well, I'm from Boston. We don't have them there. We have fried clams. Oh, wait a minute. Did you, say, did you say you're from Boston? Can I do something here? I just do it. I'm gonna play that for Thanks, you know Tom Brady. That's for Tom Brady, y'all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you be playing hit the road after that? I ever felt so for Tom Brady. I got to I got to play that for Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Play, I know you're no, from Boston. Play Hit the Road Jack. Yeah. I mean, I'll pull that up. He gone. He gone. I don't think, he, think he'll be the patron next year. No, I don't think he will. I he, think he's leaving. He said, I'm definitely not retired. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he, I mean, and, and you know what? And I'm not going to do the sports podcast. We're not going to do the ESPN here. But I will say this, and by, it sounds like you agree with me, that there's some teams out there who would love to have Tom Brady the last couple of years of his oh, yeah. career. Team that got talent on it. Yeah. Miami yeah. Dolphins. Oh, no. Cleveland Browns. You think? Cleveland, I could Cleveland, see. Cleveland be perfect. But he's not going to be a starter. What? Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. He ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna, he, he's not going to be a starter. Everybody else with anybody there. left. Arsenio Hall, the OJ. <laughs> <laughs> so so you think you think like Baker Mayfield is, is going to be benched if Brady? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who is Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I will ask the same thing. <laughs> I know Paxton Baker used to work at BET. I'm just saying. He done that. Curtis Mayfield. I'm just saying. He the franchise of he, he the future of that he gets, of Cleveland, you know. He can sit a couple years and watch Tom Brady. <sighs> okay, y'all. All right. I ain't going to do sports. I ain't going to do sports. <laughs> hey, but um, I know I know there, there are folks out there. We, we've been promoting the fact that, um, and thanks to Tanya B., uh, thank you so much. Um, second half of the show, Najee is stopping by. Am I correct? Still good? Now that you have this. As far uh, as I know, it's still good. <laughs> now, he doesn't want me to spill his tea because I got some tea on that dude, too. I mean, you know, if if both of y'all trying to get to Sunday dinner, you know, I, I just want to make sure he's going to be here. So no, he's a Muslim. He won't come to that dinner. <laughs> so no chitlins. <laughs> No chitlins, no, no pork, pork chops. chops. I don't even know if a brother eats chicken. Yeah. Mm. We'll ask him. We'll ask him when he comes home. But and Najee's coming up the second half of the show. Okay? How do you not be a brother and eat chicken? That's not possible. No, you know, it's, you know, I, I respect because, man, I mean, people's food ha- habits are just so incredibly different from, uh-uh, from what it used to be. Um, you know, you just, you just, um, you know, I, if, if, if there's so many people who don't eat meat. That are vegans, so you know we got vegan brothers. I'm not a vegan, but I know, I know a lot of vegans. I know we had vegan brothers out there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, a lot of brothers. These are vegan black people, not vegan brothers. Yeah, yeah, vegan That's black different. people. <laughs> hey y'all, you know because Najee's coming up second half of the show, and y'all y'all clowning. I don't know what's going. On. <laughs> I, don't know, I haven't said a word. My teapot <laughs> My is on the stove. So I, I know I have to just, just give it said, up before Najee gets on. Vegan yeah. black people, right. not vegan brothers. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to <laughs> hurry up because Tanya B's got you know her soul food thing. So let's do this. Um, I want to play just um, one our, our review, quick clip, and I want to ask Vi a question when we come back. Okay, so hang tight. 
And let's let's do our quick news and review. Georgia Congressman John Lewis announced Sunday that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. The civil rights icon said he was clear eyed about the severity of his diagnosis. Lewis led sit-ins to integrate all-white lunch counters, was one of the original Freedom Riders who integrated buses, and was beaten by a white state trooper with a nightstick during the 1965 March on Selma for black voting rights. Lewis said he would return to Washington in the coming days to begin treatment. The United States is sending about 3,000 additional soldiers to the Middle East to boost existing forces. The troops will be sent to Kuwait as a precautionary measure. That decision comes after Iran threatened to hit back hard after a U.S. airstrike in Baghdad killed Qasem Soleimani, a general who was regarded as the second most powerful figure in Iran after the Supreme Leader. The overnight attack was authorized by President Trump and marks a dramatic escalation in the conflict in the Middle East. Soleimani was killed at Baghdad Airport early Friday alongside members of Iran-backed militias operating in Iraq. The Pentagon defended the targeting of Soleimani, saying it was a defensive action against him because he was planning further attacks on American diplomats and service members. Soleimani is accused of orchestrating attacks on coalition bases in Iraq over the past several months. Defense Secretary Mark Esper told MSNBC earlier Thursday that the game has changed. This is part of Iran's malign behavior that they've been spreading across the region from Africa all the way through the Middle East into Afghanistan now for 40 years. And it's this type of bad behavior that simply needs to end. Americans in Iraq have been ordered by the U.S. government to leave that country immediately. All right, y'all. You know, I promised myself I wouldn't start the year heavy politics, not heavy politics. But my question and Vi, how long were you in military, Vi? 20 plus years. 20 plus years. Are we going to war? No. Okay, tell me why. You say no. So why? I don't think, I mean, we're going we're gonna to deploy soldiers. Mm-hmm. But as far as the war, I don't, I don't think, because I don't think no one wants it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna, is there going to be repercussions? Oh, yes. Because we don't want, for one thing, Iran is not like Iraq. Iraq was uh, farmers who wanted to be soldiers. Mm-hmm. Iran are soldiers. Yeah. Well-trained soldiers. Mm-hmm. So this is it's a, it's a, it's a different ball game. Remember, Russia didn't beat Russia had to stop because they're going to defeat Iran. Mm-hmm. We don't want we don't want to fight Iran. We don't. Yeah. We don't. Well, my my thing is, and and I'm not going to get into it deeply. Um, actually, maybe a separate show as as we see how things are going. Um, I do know as and, and thanks to Syracuse Mike um, who who delivers gives us his news headlines every week. Uh, as he mentioned, I mean they're pulling people out of Iraq right now. Oh yeah. Uh, civilians, Americans. Um, you know, in addition to that, um, Iraq just voted to expel troops out of Iraq. Yeah, just voted for that. In addition to what Iran has said is that they are also backing out of any Deals. agreement they did on the nuclear side. That's why it was foolish. Yeah. Because Obama could have had him killed. Bush could have had him killed. They all, Bush and Obama both said it wasn't worth the, the repercussions for killing him was not worth it. Well, you know, here's here's my thing, okay? And and Tanya B, uh, I want your thoughts on this. I wanted to give his thoughts because he spent what almost thirty years. Yep, almost thirty years. Almost thirty years. Um, you went to Afga- Afghanistan. No, I went to Iraq. Iraq. Okay, right. so you were in Iraq, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you're right. Iraq wasn't where you would find. Uh, Not trained soldiers. Trained soldiers. Mm-hmm. But Iran, Iran's trained. been acting a fool for a long time. They are trained soldiers. And, and this goes back to the 80s. Right. You know, uh, pre-80s. They've been doing this for a long time. For a while. They've been doing this for a while. 
So, Tanya B., any thoughts based on what you're hearing outside of all the memes that that people are doing on social media about World As War III? Always, What's that? Well, for me, what always comes with the, 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 the Cheeto. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheeto. Yep. Gotcha. She, yeah. Cheeto 45. I think it's, it, it's a diversion because... But in another week or so, we'll, we'll be back on the impeachment tip. So, you know, everything he does, whether he goes and does these Twitter fits or whatever it is he does, mm-hmm. because he's about to get impeached and, you know, the articles are what they are. It's going to go back and forth. I'm prepared for that. Yeah. But again, I think this is as a diversion because he I swear to you, you're going to get the wall. We're going to get the wall. Who's going to pay for the wall? There is no wall. Yeah. So I think this is his, this is going to be his, look what I did. Look what I did. Yeah. You didn't get a wall. We won't talk about that, but look what I did. Look what I did. Obama wouldn't do it. Didn't do it. Whatever. Bush didn't do it. I'm the only president that had enough balls to go in and do this. Well, you know what? Here's the the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. Uh, He condemned Obama. 11 years ago for thinking about doing it for thinking about Iran because he felt like uh, for the second term he would do it he was doing it and it was a cowardly way for him to get reelected so now he's doing it so you know I I, you know and and I'm going to end it I want to move on because I really didn't want to do politics first show of the year I I, I don't I just don't want to get into this shit not now okay (laughs) you ain't going to spoil you ain't going to take my joy on the first show of the year no (laughs) But I'll say this, <laughs> not for a pork. I mean, I did. pork chop. Yeah. But but let me say when it comes down to uh, 45. OK. Any other president in a situation I may may be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. OK. The only reason I gave Bush it was tough was 9-11 when it came down to Iraq, because it was really tough for people not to vote. To, to, to go to war with Iraq and, 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 you know, we all know what W, the, 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 the you know, weapons of mass destruction yeah, they <laughs> wound up being. But my point is ultimately 45 has no credibility at no. all. And, and that's the problem I have. And, and this is what a lot of people have been saying all along. All the bullshit you do one day, you're going to have to take us to war. And how are people going to feel about the things you say to convince them? He can't convince a whole lot of people in this country that it's worth it to go to war. I just don't see that. And I hate for a situation to come up. I really, I don't even want to say it. I don't want it to come out of my mouth based on what we had to experience in 2001. And I'm going to leave it at that. But it's unfortunate that we have 45 in office having to deal with this because Iran, man, Iran's been playing the fool. They've been acting a fool for a long time. I just feel sorry for the soldiers right now. I do too. Man. Now they finna start by deploying. That is, I do too. That is something you really. I mean, I've deployed twice, and it just they, Fort they, Bragg. It ain't fun. It's about to get hit hard. So but they already don't get. They sent at least three thousand on there right now. Yeah, three thousand. Yeah, but people like Fort them soldiers. Believe it or not, people like airborne soldiers. They. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of stuff who live for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They live for it. They bored when they're not deployed. Yeah. Well, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> but I'm gonna leave it at that. It's unfortunate you got a leader like for like forty five. Yeah. To deal when when we deal with this because of the credibility gap. All right, I'm moving on. I'm not gonna talk about it anymore, y'all. Hey y'all, um let's lighten up. <sighs> let's lighten up a bit. And <laughs> she probably just saw the screen as we moved on. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Uh Nick Gordon. 
uh, Bobby Christina Brown's ex-partner dies at 30. And the irony of all this is he's found unresponsive in a bathtub. Tanya B., what, what's the deal? I mean, irony, okay. karma. I, I say, yeah, karma is a big old B. Yeah. And that B is Bobby Brown, who I'm sure is not the least, is not has not shed one tear. But it's ironic because let's even go back to when Bobby Christina was in, Whitney was in the bathtub and Nick Gordon and his twisted mind tried to go on Dr. Phil or some other outlet and say that he tried to give Whitney CPR and he wasn't even in the room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll give that. We'll we'll chalk it up to a bad hit of blast from the past, and then when he and the other drug dealer allegedly tried to get Bobby Christina to wake up by putting her in the bathroom, and they probably were panicking. They're probably too hot to know what they were doing. But that young man that was in the house with them, he OD'd back in 2018. Wow. We fast forward to Nick Gordon. I don't know if you saw the meltdown on Doctor Phil, but what has now and what if it hasn't it's going to come out so write this down mm. he had already od twice before this and they brought him back with the narcan shot wow i guess addicts do whatever they have to do to get money to to get their fix or their high so he was killed by an overdose of black tar heroin mm-hmm. wow. and at the time this happened he was homeless Wow. figure, And the woman who called the cops and fled the scene by the time they got there, maybe she made so that it was too late for them to try to bring him back with the Narcan again. But it's, it's just really ironic because it's just a really sad and tw- just twisted. So he was homeless when this all yes. went down? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Ah. And here's the only thing I also find interesting. Now, he's claiming that Whitney adopted him. That was never legally or never formalized. Mm -hmm. But what the piece I never quite understood, even when they had his mother on Dr. Phil is, what was it that made her just kind of kick him to the curb at the age of 12 years old? How he ended up in Whitney's house, I don't know. But where's his mother? You know, I just say, I don't know. I think she's got to be feeling some type of way. Yeah. Because I don't know too many women that would kick their, their their male sons out of the house at the age of 12. Clearly he was a handful, but really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, you, you sent me this story and it was just like, I, I mean, I hate to say deja vu all over again. Yes. But mm-hmm. it, it, it is, I mean, you've, 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 you've got Whitney, um, who succumbed to uh, this situation with drugs and Bobby Christina, you know, and now Nick Gordon. And, um, you know, I, I guess, have they done a, a, a complete tox- toxicology report? Yeah. Not yet, but I'm sure it's forthcoming. And honestly, by the time it comes out, yeah. and no tea, no shade, is anybody really going to care? Because mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are feeling like, you know what? He got what he deserved because of what he did to Bobby Christina. You know, knocked her teeth out in the whole nine yards. Wow. And, you know, I, I just wonder 
if, you know, based on the history of not just his history with her, but just him since then with the sexual battery and the domestic violence, you know, that he still, it was that still the same pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. The same, yeah. His behavior had not changed. Yeah. Yeah. And with that said, yeah, wow. I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. Well, you know, I, I, I'm going to leave it at that and and move on. But I will say, we'll you know, we'll kind of keep an ear to the ground when it comes down to the toxicology report and, um, you know, what, what's next about this story. But, you know, and, and as I looked at Twitter and social media, they were they, you know, people were just, you know, like you didn't see the rest in peace. You were I mean, it was pretty vicious, you know, when it came down to, um, you know, people's reaction. To this whole thing. So, you know, we'll, we'll pay attention to what's going on, what's coming up next. We'll, we'll pay attention to what's happening. But uh, he's gone. Rick, Nick Gordon, 30. Wow. Just amazing. Hey, y'all, a couple of things, and, and I'm going to throw it to you for some tea. Um, and, and again, Najee's coming up second half of the show. But uh, a couple of things I saw, and, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to see this, uh, Amazon Prime you know, I, I don't I don't ever get to really use my Amazon Prime and look at it until like the holidays when I got nothing else to, to do. And I, I stumbled across something that actually I had already mentioned earlier in the year and I didn't get a chance to see it because they screwed up the premiere. But Fast Color. Have you seen that uh, with uh, Google uh, in Botha Raw? <laughs> Have you seen it? Uh, I, I, I don't list them. List them. Yeah, I, I, I'll explain what it's about. What about you, Tanya B? That would be no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'll say I this. I just got Amazon Prime a few weeks ago, and I got some things to talk about from that. But yeah, I know. Not that, it, it, I didn't it's, make it to Fast Caller yet. It's not like on the top of everybody's list, but I will say that um, I had not had a chance to see it, and I got a chance to see it, and I was really kind of blown away by it. Um, and, and it's one of those jewels that you don't you know you go back you look at movies that came out uh, i was trying to catch up on movies from the year i'd heard something about it it was released back in march april and and it really is i'm a i'm a, I'm a google and the raw fan anyway i like her from uh i don't know if you guys the the director who did uh love and basketball beyond the lights she was in that movie and i just think she's a good actress with bad roles i mean she gets a lot of just Bullshit, yeah, I think she was in roles. she was in that Aaliyah movie too on Lifetime, and that was yeah. I mean, well, they throw her stuff bad. that, in my opinion, it, it it doesn't fit her character. But this fits her character. She does a great job. Uh, Lorraine Toussaint plays her mother. She's another uh, great character actress, African American. Sania uh, Sydney. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember the show from Fox, the vampire show, The Passage. Uh, she with with uh the the guy from uh Saved by the Bell, you know, you know he, he tried to make a comeback. It it got canceled after the first season, but the she plays her daughter. It is really a good movie. If you have a chance, go check it out. Uh, again, it came out April 2019. The release was screwed up, but the the word is that it's about to come out, or Viola Davis is getting involved, and they are looking to create a series. Um, on this movie. That's how good it is. So be on the lookout for it. Uh, it ain't for everybody. It's kind of dystopian. Uh, you know, I'm a blurred. I'm one of the sci-fi geeks, but it's really a good movie. Talks about empowerment, abilities, almost like a new superhero kind of movie. Uh, but it, it, it talks with, uh, really, it, it, it deals with three generations of black women. Good show. 
It's a good movie. Check it out. One other thing, and can I, can I, can I throw my black card, like, uh, put it on the table for a minute? And, and depends and, on who it's for. We might take it. We might confiscate it. We may give it back to you. But can you I, go right ahead. can I do this? One more thing I saw over the holiday. Okay. Which includes Christmas and New Year. Can I do this? I feel so bad. I got a worried mind. Mm. Put up your lighters. <laughs> hey. You know what that is? No, look, Linda Ross said, don't they don't don't sweat. She's been she's got the miles on her car are worth it. So you know, five oh, yeah. on it for her. Let me tell y'all, the CNN documentary, in my opinion, I grew up in the seventies. And and you're seventies, baby, by um and I don't know, Tanya B, you seventies. Um and I will tell you that that Linda Ronstadt documentary, and, and we grew up, I grew up on Linda Ronstadt. I mean, even when it came down, I mean, yeah, I was Parliament Funkadelic, <laughs> and I was, you know, Commodore. That's me right there. All and day. Earth, Wind, and Fire. All day. But, you know, I went to an all-black school, all-black elementary school. We didn't see white people. The only white people we saw were on television and in music. So, you know, we, we were listening to, like, Elton John. You know, top 40. And, but Linda Ronstadt was massive. This lady had five multi platinum albums in a row. A woman fronting a band. And the guys, really, the band was all guys. She was in the front. So, and, and the amazing thing about the documentary, and, and you know this, Tanya B, you're in the industry. Um, Tanya, she, she did like rock. She did country. She did opera. She did soul. If you remember, she did the thing with Aaron Neville. Um, I don't know if this is soul more adult contemporary, but she did the song with, um, what's his name? James Ingram, the late James Ingram. Um, yeah. Uh, that, somewhere that out there. Yeah, remember that, that crossed her over. Yes. She did bluegrass country with Dolly Parton. She did, <gasps> she did Mexican because I didn't really know her family was Mexican. It, yes. You know, she, you know, back then that was something that they did not want people to talk about. They wanted her to be, yeah. you know, the, the, the brunette hot girl next door. So for, for me, it, it was sad watching it because she, if y'all don't know, she's lost her voice. She's losing her voice to Parkinson's. Yeah. And, and, you know, we saw Ali go through the intensity of Parkinson's and we've seen, uh, Michael J. Fox go through is, is Michael J. is, is Parkinson's as well. Mm-hmm. And, Linda Ronstadt, I mean, I, I will tell you, I mean, when it comes down to women in the 70s, Linda Ronstadt, Donna Summer, uh, jump in, Tanya B, help me out. Well, well, let me just say one thing about Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. When you talk about that, when you talk about the soul piece of it, yes, there was Aaron Neville and there was James Ingram. Yeah. But she actually had, for lack of a better term, the balls to try to cover a Motown classic, which was Heat Wave, <laughs> Heat Wave. by Martha in the Van. But you know what else she did? Let me let me do this. So she was doing all them covers. <laughs> so it takes a lot to do that. But yeah. again, you know, that was, I guess, like on the low, low, the way that you crossed over back then. Yeah. Because that yeah. was a song yeah. that might have been new to some people. Yeah. But for us, it's the classic. And if you remember back in the Disney, like in the 50s, where they would take songs like Little Rich's Tootie Fruity yeah. and Pat Boone would record it. 
And that was how they'd cross it over so they wouldn't have to play Little Richard because they thought, you know, with all of his. Yeah. But I'm going to say this. I think it's different for her because blacks. I mean, we had already established those songs as as hits. Whereas back then when when Pat Boone was doing it, shit, Little Richard had just released the record yesterday. You know, exactly. <laughs> so it's like same day, you know, or or, you know, it, so Ronstadt was doing it more as a tribute of the music she grew up with. But I, I mean, candidly, it was just an emotional movie uh, documentary. It's on CNN on demand. If you all have a chance, I don't know a, a lot of y'all. Let me get my black card back before somebody come over here. And, if I got <laughs> no, they can't take that. Got the one other thing I want to say about Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt had a following amongst women and whether we want to admit it, Mm -hmm. you find me a person of color who came up in the seventies, who does not know that song. You're no good. You're no good. You're no good, baby. You're no good. Yeah. It was massive. That was for every scorned woman in America. I don't care whether you're green, black, blue or grizzly gray. We knew that song. Yeah. So you look at her like um, the era of Carol King, Joni yes. Mitchell, um, Linda Linda Ronstadt was a beast. I mean, you you know her? Did you listen? Ever I've never heard Linda. I know she was pretty popular. But she was pretty popular. But hey. if it came on the radio, would you let it play? Yeah, depending on, depending on what song it is. <laughs> let me tell you, if this if this came on the radio, would you let it play? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I see, move. see, I had I had some eagles <laughs> in me too, y'all. So I would be. Listening. Said, don't let, don't. I was I was all about that L.A. I like that L.A. I like eagles, that L.A. That rock. Too, that sound yeah, too, that, that's that country. Sound too country. That is country. Okay, that I thought. Tiny B, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, don't fall on the Eagles. They are oh. still selling out. Yeah, you're right. The Eagles bad back but in the day. Did man. you know and the Eagles was her backup band? You want to talk about a documentary? Really? No, Watch the Eagles documentary called "Hell Freezes oh, Over." They hated each other. They, they got to a point where they hated each other. Who? But the you Eagles. know, like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, they went and got that. They're still getting that bag. Yeah. Because then Paul McCartney sold the Eagles, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Paul McCartney, yeah. that, the Beatles. No, no, the Eagles. But totally I thought he not. left the Beagles. And then later day, he sold the Beatles. He, he never sold the Eagles, neither? No, no, no. Oh, hell no. I'm trying to ignore it. <laughs> I'm trying to help him out. I'm trying to help him out, y'all. Let it slide. Let it slide. <laughs> Let it slide. <laughs> no, but really, no, nah, no. Nah, Paul, sure? Paul, dude, I, look, look. Look, come on. What leads things to Paul, let me tell you. Okay, let me break it down for you. I when Paul oh. left the 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 uh the Beatles. Right. And I said the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> he went solo for a minute cuz everybody broke up. Right, he did. And then he went point. to uh he did Wings. The wings. Group, wings. Okay, the wings then. Wings all at right. the speed of sound. There you go. It's wings. And with his wife, Linda, yeah. and all that stuff. So, see, I grew up in... I'm, yeah, I'm a I got to agree with the wings then. Wings. I, I knew, I knew, yeah, I knew wings. he left the Beatles and somewhat another group. Yeah, he started Wings. Okay. Wings was it. Yeah, that's the group. Damn. Okay. That bad? You correcting me? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I was trying to ignore it, man, for a minute. But I know somebody going to catch it on the podcast. <laughs> all right, y'all. I so. KW will catch it. <laughs> you catch it very funny. Hey, Tanya, but you got anything else? Because we're going to get ready for uh, for our guests. Okay, I do. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I talked about the Golden Globes, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Okay. Now, all the, all the, the shenanigans with Kevin Hart 
a year or so ago about those old homophobic twins and he was going to host and they said, oh, no, sorry. Well, he's winning. Kevin Hart is hosting the 2020 Oscars this year, y'all. What? Holla. Wow. You serious? When did they make that announcement? Can I get a round of applause up in here? Somebody, do I need to clap on my own? Okay, hang on. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Do Jesus. All right. But when did they make the announcement? I haven't heard that. Because the word was, the last thing I heard was that they were thinking about doing a hostless Oscar. No host. Exactly. Uh, Well, somehow, some way. (sighs) I'm surprised he took it. I'm surprised he decided to do it. He said that was his dream, though. He said he always wanted to do that, though. Okay. All right. Well, my my, my point is, if if Ricky Gervais can do the Golden Globe with all the stuff that he says, how does he get away with that? And and um, and and uh, Kevin can't. I'm 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 just just curious. I think a lot of got to do with uh, with Eddie Murphy making his comeback. Okay, I you think I so? I like okay. Okay, people are starting to realize. Okay, if you go back to the '70s, mm-hmm. there's a lot of comedians. Oh yeah, that you condemn because we made jokes about stuff like that. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Seriously a different, jokes different world. About that. So you're gonna make you can condemn all the condem- comedians from the '80s and the '70s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Like, like, like. You know, they said it. They apologize for it. Longer than not saying that same stuff today. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Why are you gonna be poly- Why do I have to apologize for something I said mm-hmm. in the seventies? Leslie Jones was on. I forgot which show she was on. May have been um, a couple of days ago. She was on one of the talk shows, and she said the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I said it today, yeah, maybe apologize. But if I said something back in the eighties and seventies, yeah, you going that bad far back? So, yeah. so you still offended by what I said back then? Yeah, come on now. All right, so all right, I'm gonna give him give him you know a short applause. <laughs> Quote unquote, short, short. Ha ha ha! Got it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I cannot let the week go by. I had to talk about Nick Gordon, and I got to talk about R. Smelly. And you know, mm-hmm. we just got over three nights of R. Kelly surviving R. Kelly uh, two, the reckoning. Yeah, and I couldn't watch it real time. I taped it. Go ahead. I, I uh, watch more it. accusers. They went back and found the first young lady who went to uh, follow suit against Tim. Her name is Tiffany Hawkins, mm-hmm. and that was 1991. So we're talking 30 years of his foolishness. Um, and it, w- it was interesting. They had some more celebrities this time. They actually, even Shirley Ralph was on there. They had Dame Dash, who said, you know, if if Aaliyah were you know, still alive, R. Kelly would might be dead. Or, you know, again, he said, you know, what, 13, 15, you're under 18, it's sick. And, you know, he wasn't an R. Kelly fan. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, they finally got somebody who used to work at the label, Jimmy D, to talk. And he was saying that when the first sex tape came out, they made him and a few other, the you know, the higher up reps uh, go to L.A. And they had to buy up all the videotapes they had. This is the P tape. Okay. Okay. And even though know, they said you have to do what you have to, you know, you got to do whatever you have to do. And he's like, why are we doing this? And they said, because Rob keeps the lights on, yeah. you know, and that's why they looked the other way because of the money they were making and he kept the lights on. And they even had, you know, in no Tino shade, they even had Matthew Knowles on there. Yeah. And I would love to see what was on the cutting room floor with him and all, you know, all the others, mm-hmm. because I was expecting him to talk about how Sony forced 
him and Destiny's Child to work with R. Kelly and how he said the music wasn't good and never came out and how he and his former wife, Tina Knowles, would not let those girls go to the bathroom uh, by themselves because they were ripe, you know, for him, right? For the pick in 15, 16, but instead what they used, I said, they could have just done without that. But, uh, you know, let's see, you know, what happens now. And I, I also want to say Lifetime is trying to, I guess, compete with Netflix in terms of being, you know, the new Fox TV of the 90s because they've done the reckoning of R. Kelly again. Uh, this spring, they have a biopic of the Grammy award-winning gospel group, The Clark Sisters, that's coming on, produced by Missy Elliott, Queen Latifah, and Mary J. Blige. Yeah. You've got a Wendy Williams documentary coming, oh, and you've Lord. got one, <laughs> Salt and Pepper. That looks pretty good. They were pumping those heavy during the, uh, the airing of the R. Kelly. Wow. Well, let me say this, and, and let me ask you this. Did you watch it? Did you watch the whole thing? You know, I did. In the mm. first night, I actually went back and watched it. Well, I watched it again. I said, there's something I missed here. Mm. And they even had the young lady, Lanita Carter, who was his hair braider. And she sued him. But when she actually told her story, mm-hmm. whew, and it, it kind of takes the wind out of your sails. And one young lady, um, Lizette Martinez, I think is her name, or Melendez, she, she said it. She's like, he is a predator. And people like him can smell a broken, vulnerable female a mile away. And that was who he keyed in on because Miss uh, Lanita, he didn't do what he did to her. And I won't, I'll just say, as she said, her face was sticky when she realized what he had done. Wow. Um, and wow. she was 24 years old, married with three children. Well, let me say this and I DVR'd it. I have not watched it. Uh, I doubt it'll get the ratings that the first one got because my, I guess my question is this. You watched it. Why you didn't watch it, right? I guess my question would be, how much smellier can the shit get? You know I'm what I mean? Saying, yeah. I'm saying, you know like what? This, you're already this, at the this bottom. This is enough. Yeah. And I think they realize it's enough. And here is why. Okay. Because the next surviving series that they're doing, oh, coming another later on one? this year, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, okay. They moved on. That's my point. It's like, move oh, on yeah. to the next guy. Finally. But, but you Finally. know, they need to move on to Harvey Weinstein, who this week is probably the, as we take the podcast, is going to court. They're picking the jury. Trial supposed to start within the next couple of weeks. So interesting. Okay. All right. You got anything else? Of course I do. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Do I? <laughs> Let me wait for your do guest. <laughs> okay. If, you, if you're if you a Prince fan and you want to dress like Prince, now is your opportunity because his personal uh, clothing designers, a couple of people who actually dressed him from 2011 up until he passed away but never met him, are set to release a clothing line of tunics, vests, and jackets where they'll be able to be purchased. We don't know their price. We don't know, but I'm sure there are some diehard uh, Prince fans who will probably purchase this stuff. They got that in plus size. <laughs> well, the tunics that he had were I'm plus size. I'm 6'2 now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Prince was like 5'7", y'all. I mean, who's going to wear this stuff? In heels. <laughs> who's going to wear? Who's going to wear? Women it's just- who want a plus size tunic. And you know, so, he, Wait a minute. So it's it, for women. He still got super fans, and there's gonna be a lot of men. Don't don't clown. There's gonna be a lot. But of he men was a man. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I know. So you say okay. So who's the target? I guess that's my question. Who who's who's expected to wear it? The Prince super fan. 
Okay. Uh, probably a lot of people who are not, you know, who are overseas Prince fans from overseas who will pay whatever they have to to get that. And there may be a few people just want to have, you know, uh, a copy of something that was legendary. Whose whether, idea is this? Now, now, what they need to do is get a shoe line going because some of his boots were on point. I'd rock some of them. Now, I'm wondering, what's the age of the average super fan? <laughs> Of Prince now, somebody who can't wear high heels. That's probably. what I'm saying. Somebody who can't wear six inch to cover up a multitude of sin because they've had too many pork chops. Prince is one of those mm-hmm. stars where only he looked good in what he wears. Yes, nobody else. If you, yeah, but Prince. they're not gonna care. They just like you know how you have Dave a, Chappelle a, maybe a souvenir. Yeah. Go ahead. You bought Marilyn Monroe's gown. You're not gonna wear it. Just gonna put it, you know, in a case and say, ah. You got any prices? That's what What's would, the price tag? That's what I would do. If I price tag has not, prices, <laughs> yeah. point of sale, none of that has been released yet, which leads me to believe it's probably going to either be in Walmart or <laughs> what? Uh, maybe they'll, no, uh, no, but really think about this, a pop-up boutique across the country. They'll just oh, do pop-ups shit. in different cities. Are you serious? No. I, I bet you there'll be a I pop-up they, at the I, Essence I, Festival I, 2020. Who did this? <laughs> this late. Do we still have, but you still got some super print. You got some. You got some super fans, super but it's fans it's like there. I just don't. It, it's like I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm not saying. Well, you know, he, Prince ain't been along, around as long as Mick Jagger. You know, some of these older older rockers. But but my point is, it's like you know, most of the fans are in their fifties. You know, uh, and I, I know there's some younger fans as well. But you know that what do you call it? That tattoo on the back. That they do on the on the on your very lower back. The oh, a tramp stamp. Yeah, yes. the tramp stamp ain't looking too hot right now. I don't think at fifty five, sixty. But look, you start out with a, with a cherry, it ends up looking like a peach. But let me say this to you. <laughs> Okay. I'm joking. They would have I love to, y'all. although I they made y'all. the clothes for Prince, I'm sure they have <sighs> to have gotten some. Uh, element of of approval from his estate, just yeah. like they just sold off Prince a bunch they of his jewelry. Everything. Are you kidding me? The estate gets money from this. What's the sister's name? I forgot her name. Talk. No, no, too, too much good. makeup. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm. I follow her on Instagram. I, I'm. I'm just like, oh, girl. Don't girl. Do it. Don't do it. I mean, the music mm. is cool. The books. I get it. The clothing line. Uh, I agree with you, Vi. You know, some of that stuff belongs on Prince. Only Prince. Only Prince. I agree. Yeah, unless, you, you know, unless you do a the Prince, Prince unless you do drag the, queen unless you who do does the, like, you know, the Prince tribute bands right. or the people saying. that do, the, really, they do the drag shows. Yeah, 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 the tribute. The impersonators. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Prince impersonator. But they got to be, they got to be five, seven, five, <laughs> two, you know, <laughs> Kurt Franklin, maybe, or... Kevin Hart can wear it. <laughs> you go. Even Prince wasn't dressing like Prince and he got older. Dr. Ruth? <laughs> I mean, when Prince got older, he even changed his dress style. He even, even he wasn't dressed like that no more. Damn. Well, he I had to you. cover up. That's why he got the tunics. All right. What's next time you be? Okay. Um, whoo. Okay. Do Jesus. Okay. Again, I've been watching um, Prime and Netflix. It's two things y'all have got to check out. I finally saw last night, there was a movie that came out about 45 years ago, Earth, Wind, and Fire, That's the Way of the World. Yes. And that was the soundtrack of that legendary album. It was horrible. I finally saw the movie. <laughs> they weren't in it that much. And it was made in 75, so it wasn't, eh. Yeah. But it was actually good because there were some bumpers and some cutaways where they actually were performing live. Yeah, that was the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, that I was glad. And then you got to go, y'all. If you don't wait a minute now, let me let me ask you this, just to be clear, um, because that movie has been out. I mean, it, it hasn't been available to watch for so long. So where can people find it again? Because uh, I watched it. I'm trying. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, it was on Amazon Prime, actually. Okay, yeah. good. Because because I will tell you, it is a classic. But it's kind of like watching the Dolomite movies now. You know, because the dialogue is so bad, but the the concert footage is off the chain. And if you know mm-hmm. how how good that's the way of the world was like the groundbreaking album for them. So yeah, it, it's it and, and and the whole thing is about their story as a band. So yeah, yeah, how they were and they are just called the group. The group. And yeah. They end up at the end. They get kicked to the curb for a trio of very like schmaltzy um, pop AC. Um, Caucasian people, mm-hmm. but at the end of the at the end, the the, the white Caucasian trio just kind of disintegrates because the woman's an alcoholic and the guy's on drugs. Yeah. But Earth, Wind, and Fire, they show at the end they're filling up stadiums. Wow. Well, I'm gonna say this. Um, definitely, it's worth a watch. I don't want to say horrible, but I say horrible in the sense that it's 1975. It ain't. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't mm-hmm. a Star Is Born. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it could have been better. And the dialogue is just, it's just weird to watch, but it is good to watch because if anything, and, and one of the things that I loved about it is you get to see Maurice White, the late Maurice yes. White. And, and so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Earth, Wind, an Earth, Wind and Fire fan, but, but that movie was disappointing back then. Um, but the soundtrack was off the chain, off the charts. So, off well, the one charts. thing is off the chain on Netflix, you gotta watch. We Want the Funk. It's a documentary about George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. Mm-hmm. And while I used to feel sorry for George Clinton because he said my <laughs> publishing was stolen, blah, 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 blah. I don't feel sorry for him anymore. What happened to George Clinton is another case of karma. Wow. Was it All because he to- paid his van in weed? <laughs> it, no, he paid him in cocaine. <laughs> in cocaine and crack. And crack. <laughs> yeah. What else? What else? Did, I mean, so it's a, is it available? Now it's on Netflix. I watched it earlier this week and it goes back to when he was doing hair back in Plainfield before the parliaments went to testify in the whole nine yards. You see all the people that came through that band. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, you don't see Bootsy Collins talking in that documentary Hmm. anyway, but it just, I mean, drug abuse, um, Sexual abuse. They had the the young ladies from Parlette and Brides of Funkenstein. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was horrible. One of them got raped. Yeah, it was um, horrible. It was like you said, time will come to go. He give you um, you know, uh, a bus ticket and twenty dollars to get back home. They'd been out on the road for years. Oh no, I paid you in in drugs, and you want some more? Yeah. I mean, it's that he would come into the room and he had a long fingernail on his, a long nail on his pinky and he would just pick it up. And, and the ladies talked about the first time that they, um, you know, they tried free basin and crack and how they would take it and crush it up and throw it on the floor. And they would, I mean, wow. literally be crawling around on the floor. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it doesn't paint George in a good light. Uh, I think, you know what? It, it, I think it just shows the truth. Well, it, and it also not talks, in a good light. It also shows you <laughs> where when he was so high, yeah. there was this Colombian drug dealer named Nini Fontanez, mm-hmm. and that's who he signed his publishing over in lieu of having to pay him for drugs. But you know what? Who didn't know they were high? I mean, if you look at the music, <laughs> shit, I mean, who comes up with Sir Nose? 
You know what I'm saying? Who, 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 who didn't get hot to cuss? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even today. No, it's very true. They talked about Look. where that came from. They said, and they showed one. They said George came out of the mothership, had on a cape and a big wig, and he was butt naked. And I saw his junk. Not I didn't want to. Yeah. But those are the types of things that they, that were going on. They talked about the mothership. They talked about even an atomic dog. Yeah. He was so high, they had to hold him up. He, he ran outside with no shoes on, and he came back about a Four or five days later, wanted to do his parts over. Dude was like, no, we yeah. took that and made a record. So that, why must I feel like that? Yeah. That was really him. And the guys that did that, anybody else who wrote a song, like there's another guy that wrote, like, Tear the Roof Off the Sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would take their publishing and part of everybody's writing credit, whether he wrote the song or not. You're thinking, oh, he's a genius. Hell for the no. He just put his name in it like, like Morris Levy did back in the 50s. Yeah. He did not write all those songs. He just took it for the money to get the royalties. He took them. Yeah. Set up well, a yeah, fake yeah. Um, business from the bride to Frankenstein. The lady says her mother called her <laughs> at a hotel one day and said, uh, the feds are here. You, he took, George Clinton took their names and their socials, set up a corporation. Mm. Put money into it and gave it to him, but put them on it as the owners and the front people. So that's the kind of stuff that was going on. Well, you know, I mean, all I got to say is, like Vi said, if you ever went to a concert, you knew. I mean, everybody was high. It's I like mean, going to were, see Rick James. Yeah, you it, was, was it was like up. a cloud, you know, even, I mean, back in the day. But on the other hand, lyrically, now, you know, it had to take a genius still. I still say genius to come up with that whole world. You know, and create maggot brain and, you know, everything that was going on. But, you know, they had to be high. They had to be on. That's what they were talking about. They, yeah. they, I mean, but, you know, you, you, everybody knew it because, you know, that was the target. I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. I mean, that was that was that was man. Who didn't love it back then? <laughs> Funkadelic Parliament. I'm in. When's the show? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, we're gonna take a break. Tanya B. And- uh, well, I got two more things. Okay. I got two more things. Uh, gonna, I'll be you real gonna, quick. You gonna, cha- you gonna, you gonna chase the guests down? You gonna chase them down? Yes, we, we will. Okay, but good two, deal. Now, I two told more you things. About, uh, last time down. we talked about how uh, Beyonce was taking up residency in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. And apparently that has affected <laughs> Mariah Carey's ability to sell tickets there for her upcoming residency next month. But you know what? I will say this, Tanya B. I had somebody reach out to me and say that that's not true, that she that 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 she's been denying the residency, the the Vegas. How many times has she denied she was pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) I'll let them have that. I'll let them have that. All right. So so it's affected Mariah. Yeah. Yeah. They discounted the tickets and put them on like StubHub and SeatGeek or something along that line. And I'll just say this and I'll say, allegedly, I knew somebody who used to play in her band Mm -hmm. and he was giving up his tickets for a piece of tail. Wow. Wait a minute. For who? (laughs) (laughs) You want to go see Mariah? Get down on it. I'll give you tickets. You got to fill the room up. Okay. All right. And lastly, did you ever wonder whatever happened to Tavis Smiley? Oh, my God. Why he's been so quiet. I heard it this week. Go ahead. Oh, you know, he got caught up in the Me Too movement, but he was supposed to be. Now, he's suing PBS and PBS is suing him. But PBS has a 500 page report on his activities. Mm, Five like to hear pages. it. Here it go. Yeah. OK. Allegedly, <laughs> it was everything up to and including 
Let me get my paper up here and get it right. Like Rita Franklin said. Uh, let's see. Tavis Smiley. Having sex not only with subordinates, but with guests on his show. Boom. Tavis Smiley. Sleeping with, sleeping with his executive producer, who's a female, and then he had invited another woman over to the house. He went to the door in his skivvies and said, okay, come on in. She's cool. Let's have a threesome. Damn. Damn, Tavis. <laughs> I tried to. Believe. I sound like Tom. Damn, Tavis. I was trying to believe Travis. <laughs> so I guess he's not denying it no more. He's just gonna be quiet. Hope it goes. Well, away. it's all alleged. Well, he's claiming that the sex that he had with these women was consensual, consensual, and it happened before he went to PBS. So why is PBS trying to give me the blues yeah. and 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 get me into this mess when all of this allegedly happened before I got he got to PBS? Well, it's the morals. But you know what? Moral, I think it's just a nuisance suit because you don't sue. You know, you don't have a lawsuit against PBS, and all you want is one point nine million dollars. Yeah. Wow. Come on now. So what is he suing PBS for? For firing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's uh, and they're tarnishing his image. <laughs> a five hundred page report. They are tarnishing his image. I think he he did that. Well, was there anything else in the report? That- I can't say what else was in it. That's all. Like what I those two things I mentioned is all I can say. It's pretty massive. So, and you know what? I'll, I'll say this because ever since Tav, I, I used to love when Tavis would do the state of black. What is it? The state of black America every yes. year. Yes. And nobody picked up that mantle. And I just wish somebody would. I really do. Um, you know, Tavis is done pretty much for the most part now. Oh, yeah, he's done. Um, but I wish somebody would pick up what he attempted to accomplish and on me, an annual it's basis. It's me too. Maybe have a. Whew. Well, you know, it's interesting. I don't I don't know. If y'all, road kill. Yeah, I don't know if y'all had a chance to see um, this week um, Epstein's. Uh, no, not Epstein, Weinstein, his attorney's a female uh, and she's sharp. I mean, she was on, um, God, she was on CNN this week with Smirconis, you know, your boy from Philly. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, he interviewed her and she is sharp. She's on it to the point where candidly, she might get him through this. And, but the point that they made um, about all this, uh, and she made the point was, and I think she's going to sell this to a jury, is um, is she's trying to go down that trail of McCarthyism where, you know, you want to ruin people for things that others got away with for years. And it's interesting. I'm, I may have said it the wrong way, but the bottom line is, um, you know, that's the kind of attorney if Tavis is going to get out of this that he's going to need. And, and because Weinstein's going down that, that road with, with uh, a sharp, uh, very uh, just strong uh, woman attorney who, who gets it. Hang on. Okay. There we go. All right. So uh, Tanya B let's take a break and track down the end, the man, <laughs> we will do that All right. and we'll be right back and in case he decides uh, that he has amnesia because he did call in three days early um, I have more tea and then I'll spill his too <laughs> no no we ain't gonna do that alright we'll be right back oh this is good tea it's good I see what honey lemon and ginseng it's good, good. It's good cool. stuff okay here we go 
All right, y'all, we are back. The show, the, uh, show, the podcast, before the podcast, the G podcast. If you're checking us out live, uh, again, you can check us out every week, every Sunday at 6 p.m. And don't forget, you can also check out the podcast. We are on all the major platforms. And you can just go to the G podcast. Uh, this is the G podcast on Instagram and the G podcast one on Twitter. And, and we've got all the information there. Hey, Tanya B, you still there? You back? Oh, I never left. Never left. Okay. So what you got? What's going on? Yeah. I know we, we, the second half, we were supposed to have our guest on, but I know uh, he's probably shot you some information that uh, he's not going to come on today, but we'll, we'll have to reschedule. Him, uh, oh, yeah, for, sure will. For, uh, <laughs> for another show. <laughs> I'm gonna call him myself. I'm gonna give him a call after the show. Maybe do that. See, I could. I won't put him on blast. And uh, nah, I don't, okay. do um, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's put that. somebody on blast. How right. about the rapper Future? Uh oh. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> go ahead. You know, isn't how interesting and convenient is it that Lori Harvey moved back home just in time for Christmas? I guess to get the gifts from her parents. Yeah. And then she flew off to Nigeria with Future, who was in concert there. Okay. But now, like, how is she? Uh, he's so busy making other babies. I guess she doesn't have time to get pregnant. But can you believe from what I understand, word from the curb is that he is about to become a dad again. This will be baby number 10. Who are these women? Wow. With not with Lori Harvey, though, correct? No. Okay. Not the, no. She'll, I guess she might be. Maybe she'll make a a, what, a dozen. No. But I'm oh. like, and some of these women have more than one kid with him. I'm like, well, yeah. what are you all going to do when the money runs out? Yeah. You can't flat back forever. Wow. And it really for, for all of these women that have had these babies by him, the only one that you know of that actually got up and ran for the hills sooner than later was Sierra. Hmm. Well, and you he know, just had um, yeah. hood twins. Wow. Two women at the same time, he would not take a paternity test because he said, like Billie Jean, the kid is not my son. Wow. Well, the women got together and swabbed their babies. And guess what? <laughs> what? He is the father. <laughs> he knew it. That's why he didn't take the test. <laughs> How about that? Tanya B, let me tell y'all Tanya B. Tanya B be slipping. She slipped stuff in. When what you, you talking about, Jack? On, the, <laughs> on these shows, <laughs> when she does the tea, it's like she slips these, these, uh, what do you call them, uh, anagrams and these little, uh, you don't hear it until after the show. <laughs> it's like, Wait for it. But I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave, I, that's all I got to say. Cause I, last episode, I caught something. I said, no, she didn't. Well, yes, she, she did. did. She probably did. <laughs> what, what do you mean? What you know what I mean. I'm not even going to say it again. I don't want to repeat it on this show. But anyway, all right, future. What, what else? Um, you guys. Okay, and else. let's go back again to Eddie Murphy. Congratulations to him. Eddie's about to be a grandfather. Wow. Okay. Good for him. You know, his daughter, Bria, who was the first child he had with Nicole Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's having a baby. And poor Nicole. You know, Eddie gave her the business about that Antoine Fuqua mess with the pictures on how she set the whole thing up, but it backfired yeah. in her face. Yeah. Well, speaking of her face, Lord forgive me, but if you haven't seen Nicole's a beautiful girl on that, beautiful on the outside, broken on the inside. Okay. Why she feels she needs to get more fillers and Botox and plastic surgery is beyond me. Wow. Hmm. 
You know, same thing with Tamar Braxton, pretty on the outside. Tamar looks like the Joker and Nicole is not too far behind. Wow. And they're not, they, I mean, they're young. Yes, they are. I mean, that's why, I mean, I can see, you know, when you get to a point where like Walona, uh, Janet Dubois, you know, where she's what, 80 or, or heading in that area, 70 something. But when you're like in your thirties and forties, it's just too much, man. It's just way too much don't over the top. Don't need to do it when you're eighty. And you have to no. keep doing mm-hmm. it. You have to keep doing it. I hate to see it, man. I, th- I just think you know the whole plastic surgery thing in, in the in the black community, man. I just don't think black women need it as much. Now Joan Rivers needed it, okay? But well, again, she was like <laughs> Phyllis well, Dillon, yeah. <laughs> 800 but, years old. But the thing is, they don't forget about this whole Botox thing. Yeah. It can go wrong, and Botox is actually poison going into yeah. your system. I just hate to see it, man. I mean, these, I mean, I hate it's to see what, what, I hate to see what Janet's doing right now, To I mean, Janet's in her 50s, but still Janet Jackson. But, you know, even even some of the stuff that, that she's doing, you know, it's it's starting to, starting to show. Yeah. I know. <coughs> mm. I know. One person that hasn't gotten anything done is Rihanna, and she doesn't need to because Netflix just gave her twenty five million dollars. Be like Cicely. She's gonna be all right. <laughs> like for, for a documentary that hasn't even yeah. been edited, or they, you know, they're gonna follow her around for two years. Yeah, yeah. This documentary, so Rihanna's like, <laughs> wow. I said, be like Cicely Tyson. She aged gracefully. Yeah, You're right. She's showing up. Exactly. That woman is 95 years old. You want to talk about black don't crack? <laughs> I just hate to see it. I, I really hate to see um, a lot of a lot of these celebrities. I mean, they've already gone through the butt they injections. Try to, try to you stay know. young. You got to get old sooner. Well, you know, you go through the body injections, the butt injections mm-hmm. where people are having the issues. But the face stuff. You know, it just ain't coming out right, man. And, and, you know, I mean, it's cool if you want to, you know, definitely, you know, lip, nip tuck, but it's just getting, it's just getting ridiculous, man. I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. Nor am I. Nor yeah. am I. Nor am you I. Know, especially if it's going to change your entire look. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to enhance your look, I get it, but yeah. you look totally different. I'm going, that, Yeah. But, you know, and I'll, I'll, and I'm going to leave it at this. Let's move on. Tanya B. You know, the white women learned the hard way. I mean, it changed their careers. Like, what, what's her name? Renee Zellweger, if y'all remember, she had that look and she went and got plastic surgery and took that whole, what was that squinch she used to have on her face? So she was unrecognizable. Unre- and nobody was- could recognize her again in, in right. movies. And same thing with, if, if I'm going to go back old school to, um, what's her name? She played Babe in Dirty Dancing. Jennifer Jennifer Gray, man. Jennifer Gray. She what changed a difference her look. A nose job make. She did a nose. Somebody they kept telling her you need to fix your nose. She fixed her nose and it killed her career. It was over. People were used to seeing her with that look. People get used to seeing you a certain way. And then when you change and you know, and it, it's not to enhance, you know, nobody wants to see you anymore. So, you know, I I, I wish them well, but damn. Woo! Love. What else, Tanya B? And we're gonna get ready to wrap. <laughs> Okay, and you know how Nick Cannon has like fifty-five jobs. He's got yeah. Okay, well you know Steve now he's back too, on the radio basically. in L.A. Yeah, yeah. And he's getting syndicated, and um, this spring he's getting a talk show. He is going to um, be the lead-in for Wendy Williams. What? Wow. You think he'll eventually so he's doing a talk show, yeah. a radio show? What is it? The Mass Singer. Yeah. 
Uh, he's still owns a piece of America's Got Talent, yeah, so yeah. he really is Mr. Get a Check. Yeah, he's still doing his music too. So yeah, yeah he's he's uh, you know Nick, and he's still doing oh, he's got Wild and out. out, the Wild yeah. and Out show also. Wild and Out, he's you know he's he's got an enterprise man. So I ain't mad at him. I mean, if he can keep it up and do the energy and still provide the entertainment, keep doing it. So good for him. Well, he can because. By, I think, honestly, I think he is on the course to being like a Byron Allen where you're going to look up and he will have bought Viacom or you yeah. know, something very, very quietly yeah. like Byron Allen bought the Weather Channel. Well, I would tell you, I mean, people, there was a poll and they were asking um, who fared better um, among like the uh, celebrities, the, the child stars, because he used to be on all that with Nickelodeon yeah. and, and had like Nick uh, Cannon and um, Keenan Thompson and Kel, a few other people. And everybody thought it may have been, uh, what's my boy from Saturday night live Keenan. Yeah. But, yes. but, but Nick really is the one because the money, it's just like, he's got yeah. an enterprise. He's over Saturday night. He is just not starting to blow up. Though. Yeah. 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 He's been, he's been on there a long time, but Nick Cannon is, is an, is, just an enterprise right now. Yeah. And he also has an executive position at Nickelodeon as well. So there's another wow. check. <laughs> Damn. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Nick Cannon turbans and, you know, <laughs> rhinestone shoes, but I'm, I'm sure it's coming. Damn. You're hard. <laughs> don't be messing with that man. Look, I can rock with those rhinestones. I don't know about a turban, but I, I can rock with the rhinestone shoes. But you know, he said the twisted. turban wasn't the tur isn't the turban thing has to do with his, his, uh, his malady, his lupus. His lupus yeah. But now, you know, he's not been wearing them as much. But mm -hmm. the thing about it is he wore them so much, mm -hmm. he became associated with it. And that yeah. actually was part of his brand for a very long time. Yeah. When people pick on him, they talk about the turban. Yeah. You're right. You know, he's a pick on me all you want to. I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tanya, be wrap it up. Would you? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't running you out of here. What else you got? And then we're going to wrap. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm done. I, I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, Vi, listen to the show. <laughs> it just be slipping in there. House in Virginia. <laughs> just be slipping. No, 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 no. Thank you. All right, y'all. As as we leave, just a couple of things. Uh, I, I do want to let you guys know that you can check us out. We're streaming on, on MyTuner Radio. Get the app. The app's available. Um, and you can get, uh, basically, once you get the app, you can check us out on Amazon, uh, Apple TV, Roku, Android Car, Apple CarPlay. Uh, you can stream us everywhere 24 seven. Uh, of course we do the live shows, the on demand content and, um, just some amazing stuff, some amazing contributors. Big thanks to, uh, big thanks to Rob Redding, Lemon Shade in UK, uh, the You Need to Know podcast in the trenches, uh, the Awakened Soul, Breaks Media, Gail at Have a Seat, Mike and Tiff, Damn We Grown, uh, the Dope Black Chick, Meditate, Motivate podcast, uh, Black Mental Matters, Get at the root, Sanya Estelle, and also Real Spit, No Swallow, Brittany, and Zoe. Appreciate y'all uh, for being on the network in 2020. We we really thank you, 
And I'm waiting on Tanya B. Advised podcast, which will be debuting in 2020 real soon. That well, right? all I'm going to do is sit there and sip tea, so I'm just letting you know. And be talking may about not be in Virginia. <laughs> no, I'm just a little brown girl from Boston with an opinion, and probably some people might say a big mouth, but yeah. it is what it is. There you go. Well, anyway, y'all, we really appreciate it. If you had a chance to check us out, love your feedback. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at the G Podcast One. On Instagram at this is the G podcast email, uh, email your comments. I know you have plenty after this show to this is the G podcast at gmail.com. Uh, looking for additional podcasts also to add to the network. If you want to reach out to us, GP three RTT, whichever email you can get me on, do so. Uh, support the show at Patreon. Uh, to find the Patreon link, go to castropolis.net. Big thanks to Tim, Tim Barnes. And big thanks to Vi for helping us keep the stream going for the last month or so. We really appreciate your support, Vi. And uh, Vi can't do it for very long because I ain't going to say, I ain't going to say. But anyway. <laughs> I'm going to put a challenge out there. Like, we, the have, we have a very hey, man, let, let me, let me. follower listener. KW, I know you hear me. Go to Patreon and take your cup of peanut milk. Okay. <laughs> let me turn it down a little bit at least. Okay, now go. Hang on. Let me let me get the um, let me get it right here. OK, hang on. Now, go go ahead. Uh, Tanya B. Do your appeal. Go ahead. Now, go. Uh, oh, I just said, um, P, uh, KW, I know you hear me and you're listening and you're loyal. We appreciate you. We really do. So you would take going over to Patreon. Don't go to Starbucks. Put some money in, in Mama's tip jar and get your cousin Peanut in them, and y'all come on over <laughs> and come to it. Maybe if you really are good, we'll let you come to the live broadcast while I will be cooking Sunday dinner. There you go. Thank you. All right, y'all. And with that said, thank you so much uh, for checking out episode 15 of the G Podcast. Tanya B, as always, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the break. And reach out to your buddy and tell him we mad, but we love him. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to him myself. Vi, thank you so much, man. Appreciate your support. And uh, with that, episode 15 it is in the can. And we out of here. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.